0: There's a good chance that what you're calling self-care is really quite insulting to you and it's one more reason why you're going to have to change your relationship with discomfort in order to change these thoughts in order to take care of yourself long-term. We definitely need to talk this one out. Let's go. Self-care isn't easy. It requires doing hard things. Being uncomfortable is mandatory. It's not for the weak and it's not for the fragile, but that's okay. We don't mind, because we are Weakless. Hey everybody, welcome back to A Moment of Weakless. This is episode number 42, and from the very beginning of this podcast, we've been talking about all of the reasons for changing a relationship with discomfort in order to be able to take care of yourself long term. This one's going to be no exception but we've also been recently talking about that five percent group that gets long-term success and how 95 percent of people out there are trying to fix themselves and so their efforts aren't really self-care what they're doing is self-abuse it's i need to change myself so that i will finally be good enough for me And those people fail over and over and over again because, like we've talked about, you can't turn it on a friend. You can't say, hey, I think you should eat differently and move your body differently. And if you do those things long enough, you'll finally turn into something that I won't think is disgusting. You know, that friend should punch you and never speak to you again. But that's the methodology that most people are using on themselves and it fails every single time. And that 5% is the group that's doing it for completely intrinsic reasons. And they're not trying to fix themselves. They're not even really trying to change what they would see as themselves if we're being really technical about it. And if they truly understand what they're doing at the heart of it, it is them trying to enhance their lives. They're just trying to make their lives better. And they'll look in the mirror and they'll see body fat as something that they own, not something that they are. And they will say, you know, if I get healthier, I will lose that body fat and I deserve to be healthier and I deserve to feel better. So, I deserve to lose that body fat. And they go lose it the same way The 95% might clip their fingernails or cut their hair. There isn't any emotion in it. It's just all action and they make it look easy. And so I maintain that you have to jump that fence. You have to become that person who's going to do all of this really hard stuff because it is, it's really difficult. It's hard stuff. You're going to have to be somebody who does all of that with that mentality that says, I think this will make my life better and my own value isn't up for grabs. And no, I don't suck. And I want to point out today another reason for why that change needs to be made because if you're in that 95% group, Virtually all of your efforts are really insulting and you don't really stand a chance to fall in love with them. See, that 5% group, those are people that can really enjoy working out, for example. They can go to the gym and really like it. There isn't any should going on there. They're not saying, oh, I should go to the gym and... Then they drag themselves in there and they make themselves do a workout, but they kind of phone it in and then maybe they even cut it a little bit short and the whole time they're working out, they're thinking about what everybody else is thinking about them in there and how they don't know anything and how did I let myself get this way and I just don't like it here. And then tomorrow it's time to go to the gym and they're, oh look, there are a few dishes in the sink. I can't go to the gym, I have to do those dishes. And I guess I'll get back on track next week and then they're off track for who knows how long because they just keep making excuses. Because they don't want to go. They can't get excited about it. Why can't they get excited about it? Because it's insulting. When they ask themselves, why am I going to the gym? The answer is because I suck. I believe that I'm not good the way I am. The way I am right now is bad. I'm I'm a bad person for being this way. And I insult myself on a regular basis for being this way. So what is the gym? It's another reminder that I suck. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I wish that I just didn't suck. But I have to do this. Every bicep curl, every sit-up, every step on a treadmill, all of those things are insulting. You're there doing this because you don't like you. And if that's hard to wrap your head around, I mean, I don't think it is, but if you think it is, just think about it with somebody else. Imagine I tell you, you know, you and I are friends and I tell you, Hey, I really would like you to go to the gym. Well, why do you want me to go to the gym, Jason? Because I think you're gross. I'm constantly looking at your body and thinking, God, ugh, what a disappointment. How'd you let yourself get that way? Your body really sucks and you need to change it. Get in the gym and make it happen. You think for even a second that you're going to be in the gym tomorrow going, Oh, I love it here. This is so much fun. Wish I would have started working out years ago. This is a blast. No, you're going to drag yourself through the door hearing my voice in your head. This is a place you have to go to to be good enough. Doesn't that suck? And you might as well just get in there and start grinding it out because you're going to be here for a long time. You're going to be here for months before you're finally good enough. So just go make it happen, I guess. And every one of these workouts is going to be an insult, but you got to do it. You have to because this is about your value. Not about you getting healthy, not about you making your life better, not about you feeling amazing both physically and psychologically. It's about your value. You are low on value. You need to go to the gym to not suck. Like I said, you don't stand a chance of that being an enjoyable process that you just fall in love with and think, man, I don't ever want to not do this. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. This is seriously important to me. I really, really think that each individual workout that I do is valuable. Not that I got to add up 50 workouts and then something will happen. Like I'll run over the scale and see if I'm valuable yet, or somebody will finally tell me that I'm valuable. And they say, Hey, you look like you lost weight. And that's literally the only thing that happens. But this workout, one workout, all by itself, awesome, awesome. It makes me feel amazing today, physically and psychologically. I feel like a champion when I walk out the door. I'm high-fiving myself because I ran at the discomfort of this thing and it's paying off in spades. And now I'm driving away from the gym with a big smile on my face and I'm going to go to bed tonight proud of today. This is the self-discipline that I want to live with. This is how I want to feel. I want to be weakless. And this is how I perpetuate that in my life. None of that is going to happen to you. None of it. If your reasons for going there in the first place are all about you trying to fix yourself, it's always going to be insulting. So maybe you're not ready for the gym yet. So you're going, okay, well, that's not me. Don't worry. It applies to everything. What about sugar? Why do you need to stop eating cookies every night to make yourself feel better? Well, we've talked about that a whole bunch of times. It's because, you know, first and foremost, you need to address those thoughts so you don't feel bad in the first place. Learn how to control your thoughts and you won't emotionally eat. But what drove you to think about giving up cookies to begin with? Well, it was either your scale or your mirror or the fact that your pants are tight or the fact that when you get dressed in the morning, you change clothes multiple times because you can see the fat in that one spot that you don't like and everybody else is going to see it and they're all going to judge you. And they're already judging you because, well, you're not as awesome as you should be and everybody else is better than you. And if you think like this, giving up cookies is going to mean a whole bunch of cravings and you're going to like physically and psychologically suffer because on the psychological side, you're going to lose your drug that you turn to to try to feel better when life gets you down. But beyond that, what do you get in trade? What are you trading for any of this? The the trade-off is simply that you're going to hopefully one day not suck. You're going to be miserable the entire time you're doing that because where's the upside? It's all downside. It's I have to do this because I'm terrible. And everything that I'm doing is really hard. How can you get fired up about that? You're not running at anything awesome. You're not going to get so fired up that you're going to go, let's conquer this cookie thing. Let's conquer my sweet tooth. Let's tackle it and get to the other side of it and feel like a champion. You're going to think, let's go survive it so that I won't be awful anymore. You're not going to make it. I'm telling you right now, you are going to give up before that stops being hard because your motivations are broken, because you think you are broken and you're not broken. This is just one more reason why you're going to have to jump that fence. You are going to have to join that 5%. You're going to have to find reasons to do this that are about you running towards awesome, not just away from suck. Now, sure, it can be beneficial to run away from things like pain or you know the fear that Something like type 2 diabetes is going to kill you early. Something like that can be helpful, but you still have to be running at awesome. It can't just all be about you trudging through these things you don't want to do that are super insulting to you with every move. I got to get up and go for a walk instead of sit here on the couch and watch Netflix. Why? Because a walk would be awesome. It'll make me feel great. No, 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 none of that. Because I suck. I got to go for a walk because being this way is awful. I'm bad like this. I have to change. Then I'll be good enough. You don't stand a chance with that mentality. Please wrap your head around that. Quit beating your head against that same brick wall by trying to force yourself to do these things when your motivations are broken. Yes, in the beginning, you're going to have to force yourself to get out there and make these moves. They're all very difficult and they're difficult because they're outside of your comfort zone. They're outside of what you are currently adapted to. But at the same time, you have to be working on this mindset stuff. You have to be, or it will drag you back down every time. You can't just go out there and do these things. You have to do them for the right reasons. So if you're not working on both of those things at the same time, You're going to get tripped up again. And this is why you've always started and stopped. And everybody around you is starting and stopping incessantly over and over and over again. This stuff is extremely hard. And when I say hard, I don't just mean like going to the gym is hard. Sure, that's hard. But it doesn't even come close to how hard it is to change this mindset. And you're going to have to do it, make peace with it. I don't have a magic wand for you. I wish I did. I wish I could make all of this easy. But spending your entire life telling yourself that you're going to go do this stuff, And then never actually achieving it is whittling away at you. It's whittling away at what you believe about you. It's whittling away at your self-worth. And you can't afford that. So either fix it or stop telling yourself you're going to. And the only way to fix that is to fix your mindset so that you can stop trying to fix yourself and you can go out and improve yourself for the rest of your life. You can get on the same self-improvement kick that I'm on and very many of the people that I work with are on and we're out there trying to make our lives more awesome because this is what we deserve. But stop insulting yourself with every little thing that you're trying to call self-care. It's not self-care. It's self-abuse. Your mindset's wrong if you're in that 95%. And again, every move you make, I got to go get in bed. It's 10 o'clock and I need to go to bed now to be healthier instead of 11 o'clock. If that's not really what you mean, if what you really mean is I got to get in bed on time in order to lose weight, that is an insult. You are getting in bed to insult yourself. How many nights in a row can you insult yourself before you go, you know what? I don't want to feel like this anymore. I'm going to stay up till whenever the heck I want to because I'm sick and tired of telling myself that I'm a piece of crap just by getting in bed at 10 o'clock. That is an insult. Just getting in bed at 10 o'clock when that isn't what I really want to do, but I have to do it because I'm not good enough. That is an insult. How many times will you insult yourself in a row before you need a break from that? You're going to have to get off of that path and onto the only one that works. And we've been talking about that path from the beginning. So I hope listening to this one, you are one of the people that can say that you've listened from episode one because, well... I've been building on these episodes all the way through so if you jumped in somewhere at the end or in the middle you probably don't really understand like you could if you go back to the beginning so you might consider that but otherwise i hope this one was helpful for you stop insulting yourself and calling it self-care and start actually putting the effort into making the mindset shifts that last long term if you want to really get after this hardcore and go the fast route you're going to need the discomfort zone workshop and especially the weekless Challenge inside the Discomfort Zone Workshop. And of course, you can get that in the show notes as always. Otherwise, please, as usual, go kick this stuff around. Your mindset has to shift. And this is 42 episodes of me begging you to shift it. Are you going to do it? If so, when? Let's make it today. I'll talk to you soon.